All right, peace, beloved, peace, beloved, peace, beloved. It's time for another great episode of Get On Code, the Fly Guy Show. And the code is empowerment, you know, um, not necessarily Neely Fuller's compensatory code. This code is simply empowerment. The code is empowerment. And today we're talking with A. Donahue Baker, this brother right here, this Phi Beta Sigma brother right there. That's why I'm repping my um my frat tonight because I couldn't let a Sigma come up here and outshine. <laughs> but uh, the truth is, I'm learning from both of these great leaders that we have on the show today. So I'm learning a lot from A. Don Baker, and I'm also learning a lot from the Queen, Queen Taniki Riddick. How are you doing, Queen? Hello, how you doing? Thank you for having me. Beautiful, beautiful. It's always good having you on. So, Don, I don't want to take up too much time with my shenanigans. I can talk. I can talk. <laughs> I want to learn from you again. You know, you've been teaching me a lot. So let's start with who you are, Professor A. Donahue Baker. Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about Professor A. Donahue Baker, and then we're going to move into how do you go from a thousandaire to a millionaire? Okay. And then... You're opening a bank, moneyav.com. Yes. So, uh, you know, I just can't wait. <laughs> you know, moneyav.com, moneyav.com. Uh, I can't wait to learn more about that. So let's start with who and what you are, Professor A. Donahue Baker. Thank you so much. Yes, the professor is, it's a new experience for me. So I basically started teaching this semester at Morehouse. I teach entrepreneurship, a class on entrepreneurship and black wealth. And it came about, I guess, through a number of years as being an entrepreneur. And uh, it's, it's something I do. So I started as a CPA. I'm still a CPA, actually. And I transferred that to creating a whole system of which a system that worked for me, which is the skyscraper of generational wealth. Real estate has been the key to basically allow me to retire from corporate America. And I embody a lot of the things I've learned along the way into a system. And I try to get out and teach people how to create generational wealth. That's really been my thing. That's what I've been promoted. And the next step, the next um, phase in that part is launching the bank, which is, I'm excited to do that. And we'll do it, take a deeper dive into it. But that's really, you know, how the whole professorship came about. All right, well, tell me more about A. Donahue Baker pre-professor then. Yeah, all right. So you know, I know you're a CPA. Yeah, so so going back, um, I started uh, in high school, actually. I started as a music producer. So I produce, I'm actually a Grammy-nominated music producer. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's something that I had in my past. And then from there, you know, the first check that I got was a really big six-figure check from the music industry. And my peers at the time, they took their money and they would invest it in cars. <laughs> they would invest it in clothes, in jewelry, right? <laughs> Big jewelry right. and stuff like that. <laughs> so I said I did not want to end up like that. So that very first check that I got, I actually bought uh, real estate. And that real estate through the ups and the downs allowed me to kind of get an income every single month. And I began to scale that operation. I basically started with the duplex, then I bought a fourplex. Then I bought a sixplex after that. And I set a goal to double the number of units every single year. 
to today, I own over 500 units of real estate and uh, it's made me a multimillionaire and really allowed, gave me the opportunity to invest in, in things that I love to do, such as the bank. Wow. Wow. Taniki, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Taniki? <laughs> he just, that's phenomenal. Salute to you, King. I am excited. Um, I'm excited Seiko have you here on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. So uh, a, li a little bit about me. And, and one thing that I'm really and superly passionate about is creating generational wealth. So I hope that we get a chance to talk about that on a deeper level as well. Well, you know, maybe we should start with that. You know, you help turn thousandaires into millionaires and people can go to adonahuebaker.com, adonahuebaker.com, and they can, you know, learn more about you there. I want to post that on the screen, as a matter of fact. And um, well, so how as do well you... As, as well as the website, but also on so all social media platforms, it's adonahuebaker. So I'm on IG or YouTube. That, you know, all of all of the social media channels, A. Donahue Baker, you can find great information there, lots of value. But yes, the website is adonahuebaker.com. Beautiful. You mentioned, well, actually, when you go onto your website, an ebook pop up and it says 99 ways to build generational wealth. Yes. Can you go into maybe five ways? I don't I don't want, you know, I want everyone to buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it, but, yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you, it's so important to create to, to make the decision to create generational wealth. When you think about the great families such as the Rockefellers, the Carnegies, uh, the Vanderbilts, it was one matriarch. And in some families, it was a patriarch that made the decision, made a conscious effort to make a sacrifice for the current life that they're living to sacrifice for the next generation. And all of us are capable of doing such a great deed. It's just making, just saying, I want to be that person in my family that, that wants to create generational wealth. And I'll tell you how I did it for my family. I have a three-year-old son. His name is Legacy, right? Legacy owns a six-unit apartment building in Newark, New Jersey. That's wow. my gift to Legacy, right? So I set that up. Legacy owns that six unit apartment building, but it does two really, really important things. The very first thing that it does is Legacy's college education will be paid by that from that apartment building because as tenants pay down the mortgage, by the time Legacy is able to go to college, he'll be able to pull out enough equity where he can pay for his college education if he chooses to go to college. The second thing that is that it does is if Legacy chooses not to go to college, Legacy has a steady stream of income that he can get and he's not forced to be in any type of job or position or he can pursue his passion or his desires because he has a steady income stream. That is generational wealth. Anybody can do it as long as you plan for it. It just takes one person in your family to make that sacrifice. That's just one way, but anybody can do it. I'll show you another way. In our family, the oldest member of our family has a $2 million life insurance policy, right? The siblings pay the premium for that. So when the oldest member passes away, the next oldest person 
is the is the, uh, the the person that has the life insurance policy on them. That's another way in which generational wealth can be created because death is something that we don't talk about a lot in the black community. But the fact of the matter is, if we plan, if we make the sacrifice, wealth can be transferred over and on. And if you once you get a payout, you can pay up the premium for a significant number of time and keep that tradition going on and on in your family. So it's little things, it's things that you can do. It just takes sacrifice, it just takes planning, and it's very practical. Everyone can create generational wealth. Wow, okay. We had a question from one of our supporters. How much money did you start with do your first investment? after you receive your money from the music. Uh, salute to Fran Yackland. Absolutely. So I bought my, uh, so two things. I bought a duplex in Atlanta for about $100,000 at the time. I lived in one side, rented out the other. That was the first real estate purchase that I made. The second real estate purchase was in Newark, New Jersey. I got a tremendous value. Uh, on a fourplex, which was still around $100,000. So I paid $100,000 for a duplex, but also, you know, being it was an inner city, little depressed, little rougher neighborhood, the same $100,000, I was able to buy a fourplex. So um, to me, it was it, it, it's value, but I, it, it was the foundation of building a rental portfolio that every single month, there was this income that was coming in and it was paying for itself. So those those were two like my cornerstone pieces that really allowed me to really scale and build up this 500 unit portfolio because I realized after I bought a six family in order to keep doubling I really needed massive massive uh, a number of units and being that I just set out to do one or two deals a year I had to jump into apartment complexes so that's what I started doing buying apartment complexes and that's what I do now. Um, so I went from the, the two unit all the way up to, you know, I own a uh, hundred plus unit apartment complex. I own a couple of them right now. So that's just the, the rationale that, that, uh, that uh, the trajectory that I, that I went on. All right. Brother Acklin asked about the money. Uh, I want to ask about the credit. Now, Taniki, okay. she's our credit, credit queen. <laughs> I almost went Elmer Fudd there for a second. Taniki's our credit queen i had to say i had to take my time with it. so how important was your credit for that first purchase the first purchase was important um the first purchase i mean i had a decent credit i had a decent job didn't have a lot of debt um it was an fha and uh it was you know i didn't really really have any credit issues at that particular time but i'll tell you what when i did have credit issues so i started to buy leveraging my personal credit along the way until I got to about six or seven mortgages, the banks would not lend me any more money. So I had to be creative in how I got money to finance my real estate endeavors. And one thing I realized is I had to get to the point where I had to start a whole new mindset. And that's part of the psychology, a part of what we teach in level three, we talk about building business credit. I had to go that route and build out my business credit and living exclusively through my business. And then I began to have, I didn't need the banks as much. I used the, 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 the asset itself, but also used my business credit to really leverage. 
Okay. Okay. Um, now, Taniki, since you're the credit queen, <laughs> uh, tell me what are some things that people can do so they can be in a position to do what Don did? Um, what are some things that people can do to improve their credit? Because credit obviously impacted him as he rose up. Uh, what are some things that people can do to improve their credit? Well, the greatest thing that has um, the biggest impact on your credit, of course, is payment history. So they want to pay their bills on time. Um, also, they can do something like a credit freeze. Um, that would be also including cleaning up their credit, removing um, old addresses, any incorrect or fraudulent or um, just inaccurate information on their credit report. They want to run a a correct credit report from their free annual creditreport.com website. Um, right now, because of COVID, they're allowing people to go up there and pull their credit report um, at any time. Um, it's usually one free credit report once a year, but because of COVID, they're allowing you to go up there and get your credit reports. You want to get all three of your accurate credit reports. I know a lot of people um, do credit karma, but credit karma does not give you everything you need on your credit report. Um, so you really want to see all from the all three credit bureaus, which is TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. And also they want to dispute, dispute the items on your credit report. Um, anything that um, inaccurate addresses, hard inquiries, just really cleaning up their credit. And um, also it paying on any bills that they have. If they have, if they have the money that they can pay off a of debt, but they want to not just pay it off, but get a pay to delete letter sent to that creditor. Because a lot of times just because you pay it does not mean they're gonna remove it. So you want to get that letter and you want to do it, everything through certified mail. Because again, if you do it online, it might not, um, you might not get great results. So you want to do it with certified letters and certified mail. Okay, okay. All right, good stuff. Now, now, Don, how do you go from a thousandaire to a millionaire? That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, very, very uh, awesome question. So before I even dive into that, I need to I need to do an analogy and show you where we are at this point in time in history and how we do it. Number one, if you guys are you guys familiar with Tesla? Yes, yeah? yes, yeah, I have stock in Tesla, Tesla, right? I, I, well, I have, I own a Tesla, right? So one of the things that Tesla has a feature called autopilot, right? <laughs> so on the autopilot. Have you heard about this before? The autopilot, you basically could drive the car with no hands and no feet. <laughs> and the car I, drives. I've seen the demo of it. <laughs> yeah. So it's really remarkable, but it's one of my, one of the great features on the Tesla. And how it how it works is that Tesla is using the data from thousands and thousands of cars all over, you know, all over. And it's 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 basically getting data points and then making split-second decisions. But what's happening is this year, critical mass, it's actually going to be safer to have a computer drive your car than a human because the decisions, they, they can make decisions on so so quicker that it is, it, it's kind of unfair, right? So, so that's why when we are driving the car to autopilot, it's actually a safer thing to do than if we don't have it. It's, we're not there yet, it's not mass adopted, but it's the same things when we go through an airport. When we go through an airport and you go into the check counter and, and somebody says, uh, let me see your, your passport, and they look at the passport, then they look at you. 
Well, computers actually do facial recognition a lot better than humans. So in some parts of the world, we're not there yet in the US, but in some parts of the world, they're already there, like in China. They have facial recognition. When you go through, you don't have to go to that guy to lift up your passport and, and go on, you walk right through. So the same principles that I'm telling you right now is the basis of what I am um, what I need you to understand that's happening. And what, and the reason why I'm telling you this because it's important for us to get involved in technology because the same thing is happening on a smaller level. And what I mean by that, there's, there's, there's things right now that are in play that are called robo-advisors. And the same thing that the facial recognition and autopilot does, basically getting a whole bunch of data points, they basically can predict how you're gonna retire, predict how the financial decisions that you make in the future is all aided through AI, right? Artificial intelligence. And that's really the foundation, the focus of what Money Ab does. And I'm gonna show you this six step process that we take people through that's so important to build generational wealth. It's literally just six steps. We have a bank that does that, right? We It's a bank, but we don't even consider ourselves a bank where wealth building platform and it's important to understand that there it is money avenue yes but even even that right if you are interested and i'll go through the steps but when we get to the end of it if you're interested in signing up with an account go to bankmoneyab.com bankmoneyab.com so that same url but just put a bank in front of it and we have a sign up sheet you can sign up and you can be one of the one of one of the people to, to get an account when we open up in january right so level one it's six different levels at each level you're really only thinking about one objective and that's the focus right so you open an account with money av the idea is we need you to not live paycheck to paycheck so what this bank does is we believe that they, we don't believe in any fees at all now, there may be a small fee when we send you a, a card, a credit card, but for the most part, the bank has no minimal, no minimal balance. There's no fee when you uh, set up, like most banks charge a monthly fee. We don't believe in that, right? In fact, all the banks, you talk about Chase, Wells Fargo, uh, Bank of America, all of the banks make between 1 billion and 1.5 billion every single month every single month the banks make a billion dollars off of you guys banking and just in fees that's the fee revenue right so what we're trying to do with money Ave is take that billion dollars out of the bank and give it back to the people right give it back to the people that's the that's the key we're disrupting the banking industry so at our at that first level it's just that you bank with us your deposit is FDIC insured up to $250,000. It's safe banking, right? So a lot of people think, well, you know, they don't feel safe with their money. Well, as long as the government is in existence, your money will be safe. It's just as safe as banking with Chase, Wells Fargo, or anything else. So level one, you basically open an account. We have tools, budgeting tools. We have auto, um, we have, um, auto responders to help you budget, right? So let's say you have certain goals. The whole idea is not to live paycheck to paycheck. And really at level one, we also eradicate, we have products that eradicate payday lenders, right? So we're able to 
get you a loan anywhere from five hundred all the way up to ten thousand dollars in as little as three hours, right? That's that's one other thing that we're able to do. Let's say you got paid on Friday, right? You got paid on Friday, and you've been getting paid on Friday, and all of a sudden you bank with us, you open an account that's free. You get your check on Wednesday. We give you your check two days earlier. If your check is usually comes on Friday, it now comes to you on Wednesday. So it eliminates the need to some people, you know, they can't wait till Friday. They may need access to their money. This is a this is a valuable, valuable tool, right? So that's what it is, level one, just getting financial education, just getting to the point where you're not relying on a paycheck every single month. You're not going to payday lenders. This is overall financial literacy. This is what we help you to achieve. This is level one. And level two is key. Level two, your one focus is gonna be living a rent-free lifestyle. What do I mean about living a rent-free lifestyle? A rent-free lifestyle means that you're like I, like the way that I started in Atlanta when I bought that duplex, lived in one side, rented out the other. That's what we want you to do. We have programs designed to get you to live the rent-free lifestyle. We can get you funding. We can get you a mortgage. We can get you a creative mortgage. But the idea is we want you to live a rent-free lifestyle. If you're able to do that, just level two. If you could just get to level two, you're living better than 70% of Americans, of, of Americans, right? If you could just get there. And that's key because once you get there, the biggest expense that Americans have are either their rent and their mortgage. So if you can eliminate that by, by, by the use of rental properties, you know, you're living better than 70% of Americans. So that's so key. That's level two. At level three, the real fun begins. At level three is if you got the rent-free lifestyle and you're ready to really build wealth, because this is where the magic happens. We ask you to bring your credit score to 720. Once you get to 720, we lock it, right? The reason why we lock it is because your credit is your credibility. And we don't want you to damage your credit because if you damage your credit, you damage your credibility. So what we ask you to do, bring your credit score to 720, lock it, and then start living exclusively through an LLC or an S-Corp or another legal entity that you set up and own exclusively through the business. Use your personal credit profile for the house you live in and the things you're doing with your family. Use that. But everything else, the idea is you have to have the foundation to really start to create generational wealth. There's no better way to do that than to understand how powerful debt is. And if you understand how powerful debt is, you have to do it, you have to play with debt safely. And the best way to do that is under a completely separate legal entity. And what I mean by uh, living exclusively through that entity that you set up, what I mean is, let's say you're going out for dinner with your spouse, that should be a tax write-off, at least 50% of it, because you're talking business. Let's say you're traveling, that should be a tax write-off. Let's say you're going to get gas in your car to travel around town, that should be a tax write-off. Let's say you're going to get clothes, food, whatever it is, exclusively through your business. If you do that, you increase your expenses, you eliminate, you eliminate your taxable income, which reduces the amount of money that you give to the government. That's all you got to do. The other side of that is understanding the power of the LLC. Once you understand living exclusively through your business, then you understand now you have to put the tools in place to get business credit. 
at Money Avenue, for every LLC that you own, we guarantee that we can get you $50,000 of business credit that is not tied to your personal credit profile. I repeat, we will get you $50,000 of business credit that is not tied to your personal credit profile, right? What you're going to do with that money is start a business, invest in real estate, do something that has a proof of concept, right? So if you fail, and the analogy that I like to give is Donald Trump, right? Our current president for, for I guess, for a couple months or so, right? He has over 500 LLCs. He's filed for bankruptcy four times, but he's never, ever impacted his personal credit. In fact, in 1992, when he filed for bankruptcy for the uh, the property in Jersey, Taj Mahal building that, that went belly up, right? $100 million he had leveraged. He left contractors holding the bag. The same week, he opened up four other LLCs and leveraged the credit on those LLCs. The, what, you want, what you need to understand is that your LLC is powerful. Your LLC allows you to replicate yourself multiple times over and over and over again. If you put all, if you, and most entrepreneurs start businesses and use their personal credit and 90% of businesses fail, and then that damages their personal credit and they fight with bankruptcy. They fight for five or six or seven years to get their credit back to the level. If you follow these steps, you won't have that problem. You won't have that problem. And it's gonna be key because that's the foundational level. We're still at three, but when we get to level four, we have our foundation set and we have a platform to really, really escalate. So what we're doing, the one objective at level four is to go out and get a million dollars in debt. Yes, you heard me correctly. Get a million dollars in debt, but we're not wait, talking wait, about wait, consumer wait, debt. Wait, wait, wait. We're not talking wait, about wait, consumer wait, wait, wait. debt. We're talking about income producing assets. We're talking about good debt. So oh, what okay. I mean by that, go out and get a million dollars in debt. You have the business credit, you have the structure. So now you got to go out and get mortgages, but you're buying income producing assets. You're buying things that pay you to own them. So when I went out and I bought six unit or four unit or you know apartment building, you're buying an asset that pays you to own them and you have a million dollars in credit. So you got to go out and spend it. You got to go out and get a million dollars in debt. That's the objective of level four. And I'll speed up real quick. So I'm not so long winded, but at level no, no, five. No, 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 no. Take your time, brother. Take your time, brother. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm trying so, to write this so down and not show that on the video. Keep going. So, okay. This is some good information. Take your time. Yeah. yeah. So, so at level five, right? At level five, the million dollars in debt that you got into at level four and level five, that million dollars in debt turns into a million dollars in equity. How? Through strategies that we show you how to implement called forced equity, right? So I purchased an apartment complex in, in Plainfield, New Jersey. It was 107 units. We purchased that apartment complex for $5.6 million. Through forced appreciation, in almost less than a year, that apartment complex is worth over $12 million. This is how, this is the process, but we need, like, you need to understand these principles. You need to understand the power of having an LLC and how it opens up these opportunities for you. And this is what we do at level five. At level five is the point at which you become a millionaire because your assets minus your liabilities 
is going to produce a net worth that is greater than $1 million and you will be a millionaire. So that's the, that's basically going from thousandaire to millionaire, but you won't feel like it. So there's one more level. And the reason why you won't feel like a millionaire is because your money is tied up in equity and it doesn't feel like it. Right? So that's why we need level six at money Avenue. We have a number of different programs and processes. We have the, the life insurance that, that we, we talked about earlier. You can get a life insurance policy through Money Ave right now. Just go to Money Avenue. You can get the life insurance policy. We have a 1031 exchange, which allows us to pull money out of properties tax-free, pull equity out tax-free. We can either reinvest it or do other things, right? We also have trust. One of the things that we want you to do is we want you to set up trust so you can pass your wealth on that you've accumulated to your heirs. It's a way in which you can do it um, in a blind trust. There's a number of different trusts you can set up and we have educational content to help you do just that. But that's the six levels. That is the six levels. And when you get to level six and use these tools, you have finally obtained generational wealth. Now there's levels above it, right? Like you can go, you can be bulletproof is, is seven, eight, nine is levels above that. But our goal is just to to help everyone attain generational wealth. Wow. Wow. General generational wealth is wow. That's definitely the key. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and drink brother. You, you <laughs> <laughs> you went I'm through. Sorry, I get I get I, a little long winded sometimes when I talk about it because I'm so amped. I'm so uh, it's exciting. And as we bring people through the process, you know, our bank is going to be doing some incredible things. We have one of the one of the unique things about this bank, Seiko, is that children, right? Kids. Like, let's say you have a teenager. If you're a parent out there. You want to get your child a bank account before they go to college or before they return 18, but you can't do that legally because most banks won't give a minor an account. And Money App, we do. We have a, a, a kid account that's called Money App Generational. And what we do is we allow children to open an account and get experience with banking, with credit. If I would have had that knowledge when I went to college, I wouldn't have been as made so many. I mean, when I went to college, I didn't, it was the first time in my life I was getting bombarded with credit cards. They were sending me credit cards in the mail. And, you know, I was just, I didn't have a parent to say, well, this is how you handle it. You know, it was like I grew up in an area I didn't have that. So, I just, I, I really feel what I'm excited about is our kid account. Like when we get our kids this knowledge, we show them and then they're gonna take that and run with it. And by the time they're 18, they're gonna have a head start, right? They're gonna be able to understand credit, understand how to balance a bank account, how to leverage a bank account, how to basically set up a business, right? How to set up an LLC, how to be a creator. It's so important that we're creators. I firmly believe that in the next 10 years, we're going to see a, a teenage billionaire, teenage billionaire, because if you give a teenager who are so idealistic, they have so many great ideas, and you combine that with the technology we have, the access to so many people via social media, do you imagine how explosive that is and the things that we can scale, the amount of wealth that can be created? 
This is just an incredible time to be living in, and I need everyone on there to tap in. That's why I talk about technology, but you talk about it in the context of generational wealth, and it brightens up the future. Wow. Uh, A. Donahue Baker. <laughs> A. Donahue Baker. Wow. Wow. So we talked a little bit about Money Ave. We talked about the six steps to go from a thousandaire to a, a millionaire. Um, I want to take a moment. I want to take just a moment and recognize a couple of the people that support this program uh, awesome. because, you know, um, we got to pay for those. <laughs> got to pay for those. So I'm wearing a Tally and Twine watch. All right. Tally and Twine has some of the best watches in the world. They're made here in Virginia. They're made here in America. And they're melanated on. So let's uh, salute Tally and Twine. TallyAntwine.com. Tally yes, yes, that's TallyAntwine.com. Tally where you can find beautiful watches for men and women. Made here in the United, United States. Made, made here in the great state of Virginia. Made, made in Portsmouth, Portsmouth Virginia. That's right. That's made, right. Made, made, America, made in Virginia. And made, made in Portsmouth. TallyAntwine.com. Great watches for the men. For the men. Beautiful watches. Aren't they nice? Really attractive, really attractive. And, these and these sexy watches, watches for our, for our ladies. ladies. Tallyandtwine.com. This is my this favorite watch. This, this is the watch I personally own. Tallyandtwine.com. Made in America. It's time to get a high quality watch from Tally and Wow. And I want to hold up this empty bottle. You see this bottle is empty. Oh, man. It's empty. It's empty. But it's guidance whiskey so i want to thank the good people at guidance whiskey for doing what they do i don't drink a lot you know I, i'm not a heavy drinker but i have to admit now whenever i'm going to have something to drink it's definitely going to be from guidance you know good guidance you can go to guidancewhiskey.com that's guidancewhiskey.com and you can learn all about uh the great spirits they offer whoo and taniki uh, you provide credit repair services. Um, so I'm going to put your information back up. So anybody who's needing credit repair, they can contact Taniki Riddick on this website. And real quick, real quick. Um, how long will it take you to help somebody to clear up their credit? Well, they'll see results within the first 45 days. Um, and again, it's based on what's on their credit report. But within the first 45 days, they'll see some type of results. Um, and if they do their part, again, payment history and different things that I suggest, um, we can, you know, really get their credit to where they need to be so they can work with someone like Mr. Donahue there. Because <laughs> that is <Man>. the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. That is the goal. Yes. Now, Don, tell us a little bit about the hardest transaction or traverse that you've had in this movement from a zero air, a zero air to a thousand air to a millionaire or multimillionaire in your case. Uh, what was one of the hardest things? Tell us a story. Tell us a story about one of the hardest things you've had to navigate. Well, you know, every level that you go to, there's always a challenge. So at every level, uh, it, it's really just opening up 
your mind and being able to think of the possibilities, right? When one door is shut, you have to think, you know, what can I do? So we talked, we touched on a little briefly about when I hit about six or seven mortgages, I had to seek alternative routes. I had to be creative, right? That was one challenge that led me to realize the power of the LLC. That was, that was one way. On another level, I purchased this, I guess last year, I purchased 107 unit. We talked about that. There was a thing, I was closing on that for one year. We went through so many different changes. Uh, the deal fell out of contract and then back in contract. Uh, that had its own struggles. And, and I learned so much about a particular type of mortgage, it's called a 236 mortgage. Um, and what that is, is around, around the 70s, our government basically needed affordable housing. We still need affordable housing to this day, but the, the government gave a loan that if you developed and you built from ground up, you basically would pay like 1% interest and the government would, would subsidize that uh, to, to developers with the condition that you kept uh, the, the development affordable for 50 years. Right. So when I purchased this real, real estate, there's a lot of things that were written into the covenant and the deed that forced me to deal with a lot of different government agencies. I basically went up, had to deal with uh, the HUD, Dr. Ben Carson, uh, his number two man. I had to deal with our state, uh, New Jersey Housing Mortgage and Finance. And then I had to deal with, you know, the county and city uh, Section 8 offices. So many government agencies, so many uh, different challenges at each and individual level, but there, it's a learning process. It's a learning curve. And one thing that I've learned is that everything you've been through, somebody has been through it. You just have to pick up and learn where they've made them made the mistakes so you can learn from it so you don't make the same mistakes. And that's the model that I live by. Wow. Wow. We have two comment questions. Uh, Franard, Brother says, on average, how long will it take a person to go from level one to level six? Great question. So I did in 12 years, but if I had the knowledge that I had now, I can do it in five. I've run really quick. Level one takes you weeks, open a bank account, get, you know, get some financial education, call it three months. To buy a, a, a multifamily house, live in one side, rent out the other, you can do that in six months if you really, really look for that opportunity that creates that passive income for you, right? Then as far as the separation of your business and your personal, you could do that in another three months. So you're already at level three in less than a year. Now, to build out business credit, it is more difficult. You're going to need two years tax returns. You're going to need a business that has some revenue so that you can increase the valuation. We show you how to do that, how to basically have an ecosystem of businesses that you may own, own all of them, but those businesses can do business with each other, which creates commerce. Once you create commerce, you get a higher valuation, then you can leverage the equity and the valuation that you've created. That may take a couple years for some, so we're already at three. Then if you had a million dollar line of credit, how fast could you go out and find income producing properties that's about two years, I would say, right? Because if you say, you know, I want, if you give me a million dollar line of credit and I have a $3 million line of credit, all I do is buy apartment complexes. All I would do one deal a year gets you there, right? Apartment complex that we purchased before, we showed you how to do forced appreciation. You can do it easily, easily, comfortably in about five years. 
following the steps that I took. I didn't know these steps when I started the journey. So, you know, I spent multiple years trying to figure out business credit. I spent multiple years just searching for properties. Really, what I do is just find one deal a year, never try to overwhelm myself and go forward from there. Wow. For the uninitiated, what is forced appreciation? Appreciation. I went Elmer right. Fudd again. <laughs> yeah, it must so. be the guidance. Oh. <laughs> For the uninitiated, what is forced appreciation? All right. Forced appreciation is a is a trick that you can use to when you purchase a property, you can you can create wealth really, really fast. So one of the things that we did when we created forced appreciation is you get a valuation. Let's say you buy a property and for some reason there's an issue, there's a defect that maybe, um, maybe it's under bad management. So this property that I bought had bad management. It wasn't being managed effectively. Because it wasn't being managed effectively, had a high vacancy rate, right? Like 20%. So we came in, we fixed it, cured the vacancy rate, we increased the number of units that could be rented now because we fixed things. And then from there, we got a higher valuation. That was forced appreciation. Make sense? That does make a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Okay. Uh, we have another question from the great Will Randolph. And I want to highlight Will Randolph. He's one of my mentors in real estate. He owns a firm called Think Acquisition. He's a speaker, trainer, and consultant. So go to thinkacquisition.net, thinkacquisition.net, and you can learn from the great Will Randolph. Um, good brother, I DJed his wedding, ooh, I think two years ago, it may be three. Uh, but I tell you what, man, his wife and Will, man, they're great mentors and great leaders, and they're knocking out. They're, everything that you're talking about, they're doing it now, and I'm learning through them. So uh, his question is, if you're already plus 720 and have an LLC, hey, check, check. I just can say I check both of those boxes now. Can okay. you enter a level four? I'm not ready. <laughs> can you enter a level four and start gaining business credit? I guess I am ready. All right. So, yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So with our, with our program, what we do is bring you through that the stages that you need to be through business credit, just setting it up, making sure that the structures are right there. What is important is that you understand that, you know, set the reason why we say lock your credit at 720 is it's just to say that if you take care of your personal credit, when you do these multi-million dollar deals, you may not be relying on your personal credit, but you need partners. And the people that you partner with, you may not know who they are and they want to do research about you. So when your credit is 560, they're going to be like, this guy can't even manage his personal credit. Why am I going to do this million dollar deal with them? So that's why we say that, right? So we, we there's a system that we have to bring you through to basically make sure that you have the things in place, make sure that you have a business that is not a uh, home-based business, right? We don't want your business. In this day and age, if you have... If you're looking to get a million dollar, two million, three million dollar line of credit and you have a home based business, you've lost already. You need to have a professional business establishment. You need to have a website. You need to, there's just basic things that, that you need to have. And our program 
brings you through that process and allows you to to, to basically gives you the plat the structure the foundation to really really get high high dollar valued lines of credit so yes you can have all of those things and start we can we can jump out at that level but we you know we want you to go through our system so that your the foundation is solid and we want to make sure that it's solid because some of some people out there offer business credit and what they do is they basically take your personal credit score and you become a pg right you have to personally guarantee the credit card or whatever they set you up through your business that's not the right way to do it the right way to do it is completely separate like jeff bezos right you know who jeff bezos is right at amazon when Je when he needs credit for amazon they don't ask jeff bezos to personally guarantee amazon debt it doesn't work like that right so that's what that's the process that we bring you through we try to get you the high valuation through your llc so that all you need is your llc and that is the the, the sole source of getting your business credit Excellent, excellent. I also want to tap in again. Well, go ahead. I want to tap in again with Will. Uh, he gave the layman's answer that forced appreciation is like fixing or flipping or renovating a residential house. Uh, so, which yeah, now so I know you're a professor, and you gave right. us the highbrow, um, the other HU answer for forced appreciation <laughs> you know salute to the yeah. real hu hampton university salute with this application this definition of forced appreciation ring true with the money app strategy um it's different in the sense that we don't believe in selling right so we don't that's why we don't wholesale we don't do um house flipping but uh for basically it the concept is right like he's 100 percent right like when you're when you're um, flipping or wholesaling, you're taking something at one value and getting a higher valuation for it. That's true. But instead, what we're doing is we're still retaining ownership of the asset, right? So in that sense, like in order to flip, you've got to sell the asset. We like I'm, I haven't I sold one property I regretted, right? But I've only sold one property in the last 15 years. I regretted selling that property. But the whole thing is that we're looking to build generational wealth. So we want ownership. We want to hold on to our property and pass it on right these are cash cows these are cash making machines if you sell your property you can spend that money and you'll be forced to to to, to get a job to you, you you're giving away your wealth you're giving away your wealth if you do not if you deviate right if you basically say i'm just gonna uh sell and flip and and, and you know that's a job and you cannot pass a job on to someone else the second you stop flipping the second you stop wholesaling the income stops. Wow. Okay. Interesting. 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 All right. Good. 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 So, Don, you've been talking a lot. <laughs> I have a question for Seiko. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, quick question. Okay. So, um, during this pandemic, a lot of people started their LLCs, and um, I have a few clients who are have have reached that seven fifty goal. Um, is there a requirement of how established an LLC needs to be before you can get approved for your business credit? Like, what is the requirement as far as this no, we, LLC? When we say we get every LLC at least $50,000, that is the 50000 is the baseline. Majority of our LLCs get close to 100000 right? The mm -hmm. thing is, there's no requirement because we build it. 
It's not an overnight process. It takes about six months, but we build it from scratch. That's basically, you know, that's why we could say it's really by how you structure your LLC, things that you have in place, and we help you with those. Thank you. You are. You are. We want to encourage our viewers and listeners to uh, ask a few more questions. We have about 10 more minutes with Don, and he's been talking a lot. He gave us the steps to go from a thousandaire to a millionaire, the six steps that he gave us. Hopefully, you wrote copious notes. I have. I know uh, Queen Tanika has. Hopefully, <laughs> yes, I you have. have. <laughs> uh, you got a chance to talk about Money Ave. We talked about forced appreciation. And one of the things that I think is important is this piece on LLCs. You keep talking about the power of an LLC. Does that power also exist in an S-Corp? And then go into what the power of an LLC is. So, yeah, the first question, does that power exist in an S-Corp? And then secondarily, tell us about the power. A little, Go a little deeper on the power of the LLC. So I say LLC. Be, but really, it can be any legal entity. LLC is the simplest form of legal structure because once you set it up, all you have to do is just basically maintain it, pay, uh, uh, do an annual filing once a year, and you're straight. But if you have a C corp or if you have the S corp, there's other uh, requirements that that are required quarterly, right? If you have employees, I mean, there's, there's it's more com it's a more complicated process. But it can work for an LLP. It can work for a nonprofit. The whole idea is that you want to have a separate legal entity. When I say the power of the LLC, what I mean is there are masters of business credit, right? Masters of business credit, people like Donald Trump. Donald Trump cannot get a loan from any U.S. bank in this country because he's mastered business credit. He's mastered how to do it. There's a system. I'm trying to show you. I'm trying to give you the gems to do just that when you need to get millions of dollars to build your empire, to start your business, there's a process that you have to go through. There's things that you have to have in place. It's that is understanding the power of the LLC. And when you understand that, you can replicate that many different times. So you need to have not one LLC, but you need an ecosystems of LLCs or other legal entities, right? But there's a reason why Donald Trump has over 500 LLCs. There's a reason why, right? It's it's not that he, he likes setting up LLCs. It's a it's a money play. It's a it's an opportunity to create wealth and leverage the bank's money, leverage other people's money. That is one of the key drivers to build wealth. So when I say if you have an LLC and you don't have at least $100,000 of business credit that is not connected to your personal credit profile, you're doing it wrong. Simple as that. You're doing it wrong. It's nothing wrong with using your personal credit if you choose to, but you're still you're taking unnecessary risk. When you use your personal credit, you're taking unnecessary risk. If you get an FHA loan, use your, use your personal credit. But why would you do things a risky way when there's a better way to do them? And that's what I'm trying to tell people and educate them and letting them know that if you really are serious about being a millionaire, and you should be, because that number today 
$1.4 million is the, the cutoff number. If you don't not have you, in order to create generational wealth and pass it on, you should be looking to create at least $1.4 million of wealth, of net worth. The reason why is because we just passed a $2 trillion stimulus. A million dollars today will not be worth a million dollars tomorrow. Inflation will take effect at some point. So we've got to be thinking like millionaires. We need to be thinking we're going to be millionaires. So that is, it's a mentality shift, right? A million dollars is not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. If I gave somebody a million dollars today and they were 30 years old, chances are they still would have to get a job. Wow. We have another question from the great Will Randolph. Uh, is the 1 million business credit based on multiple trade lines, i.e. credit cards, or is this true, a true standalone line of credit? It's various, right? So we have a money app card in which we can give get you a, a high that dollar value through money app, right? Through our bank. We have bank lines. We can get you a, a bank line, $100,000, $500,000 line of credit. We have credit cards. It's various. So depending on what stage your business is, like I said, we take two years tax returns. We look at the state of your revenue. That determines how, you know, what type of lines you will be getting. In addition to that, like I said, I have a $3 million line of credit. The $3 million line of credit is not through Money Avenue exclusively. That is where we have a partner institution that we work with that gets, when, you, when your business position, they do the super high value lines of credit and we part and we work with money app but we partner with them and they underwrite the three million dollar lines of credit things like that okay uh we have two other comment questions one is coming from a good investor mr Dwayne phillips and before we get to his question i want to share that he is a great investor look Dwayne did this Dwayne did this awesome he purchased this property at 33K, he found out it needed 58,000. I provided him with 90% of the acquisition costs and 100% of the rehab costs. He's working that particular property uh, right now. So salute to the good brother. Salute to oh, the good brother. Awesome. <laughs> salute yes. to the good brother. So let's go to his question comment. So his question is, do you recommend purchasing assets across the country or do you focus on a particular region? I'm in three markets, right? So I'm in Florida, uh, Georgia, and New Jersey. However, I'm open to deals all across the country. Go where value is. What I will not do is pay market price for any property or any real estate right now, uh, at least until you know, till I know I'm secure in the market. So wherever you can get a deal, and there are deals in every city, it just depends on the method of acquisition, how you choose to find your deals. So my advice to say is, you know, I'm not bound geographically, but I focus on one deal a year. So this year I was competing for deals in New Jersey, competing for deals in Dallas, Texas, competing for deals in Houston. Whatever I'm going to get the highest ROI, that's, what, that's what's most attractive for me because I'm only looking to do one. So uh, the question, I, mean, I hope I answered the question. I'm not bound geographically. I'm just looking for the best possible deal. And when I'm taking that into consideration, I also have to understand that if I have property already in that city, I can get economies of scale because I have a property manager there that can handle that property. If there's a city in which I have no property manager and I have to go and 
find a property manager, there's a threshold amongst the, the level of deal that I would do. I won't purchase anything below 50 units because I need a business model that allows me to get a manager in there, have a leasing office that can manage itself because it's in a city that I don't have a team, I don't have a crew that I can basically help manage the property. So there's, there's certain constraints that I'm restricted to when I go into a new region, but I'm still open. The deal is a deal. If I can make money in California and the opportunity comes away, I'm going to grab it. If I'm in Florida and opportunity comes my way, I'm going to grab it. It's like leaving a $100 bill in the middle of the street. It's not going to stay there for long. Trust me. Somebody's going to drive by and pick it up. Beautiful. And the good brother asked again, he's had some great questions. You mentioned establishing a business LLC that generates actual revenue. What are some good businesses to start up? Oh, yeah, that's that's a great question. Man, well, look, here's the deal, right? <clears throat> I can go on and on about this. I'm an entrepreneur <laughs> at heart. Um, I One thing that we have, we have a $10 million fund that invests in, in entrepreneurship, right? We also partnered with a billionaire, right? I don't know if you know who are Donahue Peoples. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's the premier uh, black real estate developer. He's actually on the board of Money Avenue. And he has- Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I got to clap for that. I got to clap for that. He's on the board of Money Ave? Yes. Our Donahue Peoples is on the board of Money Ave. So, Look, man. And, and, and I, I, didn't even, I didn't even tell you the other half of this. He put up $500 million is going to be deployed in 2021 to create more entrepreneurs, more black real estate developers all over this country. The reason why oh, this wow. question is key is because I need you guys to understand one thing. We have a Money Avenue itself has a $10 million fund that we go and we invest in uh, up and coming entrepreneurs. When you look at businesses to start, whatever business you start, whatever passion your business should be, you should, you should leverage technology into it. Because when I opened this, when I opened this discussion, we talked about what, what's coming down in the future. If we're not engaged in technology, if we don't understand technology, what happens is we're gonna be competing against computers and we're gonna lose. So, you know, the, the, the computer versus man competition, right now man is, is still superior. But when, you, when it comes to decision-making, processing, we can't compete with the computer. It's just, so what I'm trying to tell you is businesses, and I see that as we, scroll on uh, our Donahue peoples, you know, what, what, I'm what I'm trying to tell you here is find opportunities that you can get a competitive advantage through technology. And there's money out there you can come to us. We would invest in it, would help you get the startup capital. Um, you know, so that, you know, I, I just encourage, like, I love when people, you know, when I, talk to, I talk to young people, young men, like at Morehouse, it's one of the things that we talk about in entrepreneurial class, what businesses, what could you, you know, one, one young man came up with the app, and we're going through this in class, he came up with the idea to, you know, start a barbershop. Well, he was going to start a barbershop, but he wanted to leverage technology. So what he did was, he said, I'm going to create an app, and if you need a haircut, it's gonna, I'm gonna have the barbershop in the truck. So he has a, a truck, barber chair in the truck through the app. You can basically, he'll, you know, come, he'll come to your house, cut your hair, come to your job, cut your hair, 
you schedule it, you know, you schedule your appointment in the app, and he has a truck that, that runs around. When things are, you know, on campus, he'll pull, park the truck, students will come out, get their hair cut. I mean, this is how you leverage technology, right? He doesn't need any, uh, he doesn't need a, a stand-up store. In fact, uh, if you need, and, and, and this is why we're in banking, right? And this is why I love talking about this. So I'm sorry, I get excited about business, but if you're like for our bank, if the reason why we're disrupting where our company money Ave, is the ninth fastest growing fintech in the country out of the top 5,000 firms, we're ranked uh, 199 out of all the companies, but in the fintech space, we're ranked nine, right? So the thing is why we're able to scale so quickly is because of technology, because with your app, you have an app, you, you can be sleeping and doing business. You know, so we need to, as a people, we need to tap into that because that's where the next billionaires are going to be created. Literally, overnight, it's going to happen. Some of those billionaires are going to be teenagers, right? Somebody with a great idea, they're going to be teenagers. Um, I can, I have a number of different ideas, but let's, if you follow me on social media, because they, part of what we talk about in the class are posted. So I, so follow me on Instagram in particular. I, I shoot little clips of the class. And I've had uh, every single week, I have a celebrity come down. We've had Jermaine Dupree. We've had R. Donahue Peoples. We've had April Walker. We had the founders of FUBU. We had uh, Ebby Parsons. We had another guy that just sold the startup. This guy made, we had a guy that sold the startup for $50 million that he created two years ago right? Just having an idea, leveraging technology, bigger venture capitalists bought it out. So it's valuable, valuable information. I just want us all to get plugged in. Follow Afrotech, right? Afro Black Technology Professionals, right? This space, the whole culture of Silicon Valley needs to get out, needs to get exposed because the amount of wealth, the massive amount of wealth that's being created needs to be shared and dispersed. So that I'm, you know, it's part of my my mission and my passion to bring you this information because I'm so excited about it. Wow, done. I I don't want you to continue going because this coming uh, Thanksgiving, you're going to be at the Black Diamond Weekend. You're going to actually be one of the speakers. Um, let me see if I can pull that information up. Yeah. So on that Sunday, and I'm just skipping through. Yeah, on this Sunday at the Real Estate Symposium, and it's all going to be virtual. Uh, yep. Yeah. So Black Diamond Weekend. Let me pull off some of this stuff so I can just go straight to the website. So people can find you by going to blackdiamondweekendva.com and learn all about Black Diamond Weekend coming up. And during Black Diamond Weekend, we have people just like yourself who are giving some great content. I can't wait to be a part of your class and learn more from you, brother. Um, I'm actually giving a presentation there myself as well. So uh, make sure you go to blackdiamondweekendva.com. Pick up your tickets. Check out the good brother A. Donahue Baker, uh, good brother Phi Beta Sigma. Salute all the Sigmas in the house. I shared with you earlier that one of the ladies that kind of helped raise me was one of the Zeta by Zeta by. Zeta Phi Beta founders. So, you know, salute all the Zetas and salute all the uh, Sigmas out there as well. Uh, I just can't wait to see you on the 29th, man. You're going to get some great content. 
and we're always learning from you. So 30 seconds, your last statement, and we're out of here. Um, just, you know, just want to thank you. First of all, thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on. Um, I am just really excited to, to speak at the conference. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Adonahue Baker. Sign up for Money Ave. The platform is going to change so many different lives. Go to bankmoneyav.com. You can find me there. And uh, I'm just excited to kind of continue the conversation uh, in a week. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This show was brought, show to, was you brought to you by Positive, positive Vibes, Incorporated, Vibes Incorporated, our consulting, our consulting service. service. We do credits, we do credits fits, fits, we do tax, tax resolution, resolution. Lend private, lend private money, money, and debt consolidation. consolidation. So, so if, you need if you need some of these services, we're waiting here for you. Credit fixes, tax resolutions, private money, and debt consolidation. Make sure you call Positive Vibes Incorporated. Take care.